All right, listeners, this is Mike, and today it is just me and you. No guests today. We'll get back to a new guest next week. Uh, I've had a couple great recordings that um, I'm excited to get out um, over this holiday season. But for today, um, you know, the, the objectives for today, I want to talk about perspectives. Specifically, perspectives surrounding lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle, habits, and then the specifics of some of these lifestyle um, habits like nutrition and dieting. And my goal for today is to challenge you to maybe change some of these perspectives, or at least think deeper and think differently about them. That's the goal of today. Before I get too deep, I just two really quick things. Um, in the next few weeks, you'll, if you'll see on my social media and on our website, uh, you'll see that I am launching a virtual program that is going to be very, very habit and lifestyle based. It'll still be exercise heavy. Just love every opportunity for mobility and stretching and cardio and strength and power. And whatever your goal is, there'll be plenty of home and gym workouts available for you to use off of the virtual page. So it's not neglecting the exercise side of things, but I want to go heavy on this lifestyle stuff because I do believe that people do need help in terms of gaining control of their habits and making tough choices and just, just finding that mix of lifestyle that helps them to be just better all around, which of course is partially what we're talking about today as well. Um, also, I have a partnership coming up with a company named Rendell out of San Francisco, which is another company that focuses heavy on lifestyle. And um, this is a very unofficial announcement today, but but keep your eye out because there's some exciting stuff happening and, and hopefully I'm going to have some other tools available to, to help those that need it. But back to the, the agenda at hand. Again, we're talking perspectives, lifestyle habits, diet, what it means to create positive change in ourselves. Then once we go through a couple of these you know, current norms and current perspectives, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to tell you specifically how I want you to go about challenging these perspectives. So here we go. We currently live in a world of impatience. We live in a world where we seek out quick fixes. We, we, look, we live in a world where the dopamine fix is always at hand. We always have a way to find happiness and find quick bouts of joy that, of course, don't last. We also live in a world of unrealistic expectations, not, not in a way where we are downplaying our potential, but to where we are unrealistic about what the path, what the journey on the way to success should look like, should feel like, what that experience should be. That's where we are unrealistic. And managing expectations is, is a big part of this. And I think a big part of where people struggle. We also live in a world where we are surrounded by information. We're surrounded by people's opinions, and we're surrounded by options, which I think is both a, a blessing and a curse because it feeds this impatience where everything, every time something isn't working exactly the way we envisioned it should, there's another option to take. There's something else we saw on the internet. There's something else that uh, a friend did. And well, they, they like this. So I'm going to try that now. But then in two more weeks after I, I realized that that wasn't working for me, I'm going to try something else. And now instead of ever finding results, we are just bouncing from option to option and from opinion to opinion. 
And it's tough. It is really tough to navigate the information that's out there. Another perspective, you know, the last couple of decades, the world has taken how we look and it has put it on a pedestal. And you can blame, you can blame social media, you can blame advertising, you can blame whatever you want for our, our fixation with looks. But I'm, gonna I'm talking about it a little differently here today. What I mean is that we have taken lifestyle habits and we have made it all about how we look. So all the lifestyle habits that are necessary for our, our health and our happiness and our success, they have been stolen. And they are only being used as if they are specifically weight loss and aesthetic tools. And this, this would mean that if we're happy with how we look, we no longer need to have an emphasis on lifestyle habits. And that could not be farther from the truth. Not at all. And in fact, let's address that a little deeper. You know, there, there's a lot, there's a lot on social media about this right now, right? Self-acceptance, self-love, the power of choice. I, I could not agree more with, with us being able to make our own choices and to not have anyone else put pressure on us and tell us how we should look and how we should, you know, what should make us happy. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You should never feel pressured to live a certain way. Not for any reason. Your life is your choice. And as long as you aren't hurting anybody else, you should not only live how you'd like to, but you should do so happily and confidently. You should love yourself at any weight, no matter what you see in the mirror, because you are beautiful inside and out. Most of my content tends to be for people who are not happy and who feel out of control. And just because I preach a healthy lifestyle does not mean that I don't believe in personal choices. I don't judge anybody. I don't judge smokers. I don't judge people who never step foot in the gym. Not at all. That is your choice. The point I want to make, and, and hopefully is clear today, is that we all have goals in general. They don't have to be weight loss goals. They don't have to be aesthetic goals. They don't have to be body composition goals. But I don't know anybody that doesn't want to have a great career or, or, or be a musician or be an artist or gain a new hobby that they, you know, a new skill set they want to be good at. I don't know anybody that doesn't maybe want to be a great parent or a great spouse or partner. I, I, I don't know many people who don't at least think somewhat about their longevity and how they're going to feel as a grandparent or just as, you know, a, a, an an elderly person that still wants to have energy and still live life to its fullest. Yeah, the truth is we need healthy lifestyles for every example listed above. I am personally not as good of a father, husband, boss, entrepreneur, friend, son, whatever, if I'm not taking care of myself, regardless of if I'm happy with my weight or not. I'm not just, I'm just not as good of a person. And this is not opinion. This is biology. I'm not saying that people that have some unhealthy lifestyle habits are bad people. Let me, let, me, let me take it back and make sure I'm wording this correctly. I am saying, though, that the human body works a certain way and it does need certain things and that it does react negatively when we do have consistent negative habits in our life. Is there a genetic component? Sure. I can't deny 
that, that some people get away with living a certain way more than others. That, that is of course part of it, you know, and, but the, the truth is we, <clears throat> many of us still choose to fight it and it'll always be a losing battle. <clears throat> Excuse me. There isn't a human body in the world that doesn't work better from head to toe, from inside out, as when it is moving consistently, fueling properly, and getting enough sleep. Not one. Not one. You can be content with how you are now, but no one can say that their body is working to its fullest potential, which means the brain and motivation and daily progress and all that isn't working better. Now, if you're a person that doesn't have any goals, that's, I guess that's a little different, but I haven't met a person like that yet. Kevin Hart spoke on this, uh, I'll say many years ago, but God had to be seven years ago, maybe when I heard him on this conversation before he became the fame that he is today. And he spoke on the fact that he was a better comedian. He was a better professional. He was a better creative artist when he was taking care of himself. And that's why he worked out every day. And that's why he made sure to get his sleep. And that's why he was so focused on his nutrition. As a career, nobody cared what he looked like. As long as he's on the stage telling funny jokes, no one really cared, but he did not deliver. He was not as good of an artist if he wasn't taking care of himself. Now, fast forward these seven years, Kevin Hart has exploded. Would he have exploded if he wasn't taking care of himself? He would say no. I don't know Kevin Hart. I did meet him one time, but not enough to, to, to understand his opinions on this. But, I've, but in the conversation, in the interview I heard, he would say no. This was important to him. And I agree. So I'm going to challenge you in two ways here. And then we're going to go into some other myths that I want to just at least talk about today and, and bring to light. So one, if you are listening to this, you may be in agreement with a lot of what I'm saying uh, because you're a consistent listener of my content. But you know, if you aren't, or if you have a loved one who isn't, and you're, you're trying to help boost a little bit, I'm going to ask you to try to incorporate a couple healthy habits into your life for at least a few weeks. Call it a research project. Force yourself to sleep eight hours, seven and a half is really a number for a few weeks. Drink half your body weight in water every single day for a few weeks. Take a, take a walk for 30 minutes every day for, for three to four weeks. Pick a couple of habits and, and put a time limit on it. I'm going to do this for three weeks. And that's it. I'm going to just give Mike a chance here. Here's what I'll promise you. The differences will be subtle at first. Often people don't realize how big the differences are until they go back to their old habits. And that's when you have a comparison point. The truth is right now you may think you feel good, but you just don't know the difference. You hit your ceiling of what your current feeling good, quote unquote, if you're watching my video feels like, because you're, you're not practicing habits that would allow you to hit that next level of good. So that's my first challenge. You don't have anything to lose here. It's a few weeks of time. These habits might, might just help you and might be something you want to stick with. Second challenge. And maybe this is the bigger one. 
I want to challenge everyone to consider the fact that we don't know ourselves as much as we think we do. I want to challenge everyone to have an honest conversation with themselves, with yourself. Look in the mirror, as cheesy as it might sound, look at, and actually talk out loud or journal this. Don't just sit there and think, okay? It is not enough. What do you really want in life? And, and this is a tough one, you're, you're going to have to really be honest with yourself here. Are we justifying any of our current habits and choices because it is the easier decision to make? Because it, it is easier than making change. I think one of the hardest things to do as a human being is to look past our natural defense mechanisms and admit to ourselves what our true weaknesses are. But we 100% cannot see positive change without this conversation. It will be difficult. And that is okay because change is difficult. We, we shouldn't be thinking that at some point when we're ready, again, again a quotable moment, well, when I'm ready, yeah, when they're ready, you can't push people because you know, they got to be ready. That, that there's some truth in that statement, but, but we think of it as when I'm ready, it's just going to be easy. When my body's ready, man, I'm going to flow into these changes. I'm going to start eating better and I'm going to start working out more, but I'm, when I'm ready, when I'm ready, you're never going to be hundred percent ready. Just that this, this is just not how it works. So acknowledge it, accept the fact that things might be uncomfortable doesn't have to be overly difficult, but it may be uncomfortable. But I want you to be proud of yourself for your accomplishments. And in my opinion, there, there's no pride in things that come easy. It's nice, but there's not pride. Also, it's just not realistic. There, there is no miracle pill, right? There, there's no miracle. You know, I, ironically, the only thing that can make things easier is the proper setting of expectations. Because then... You're not surprised when things are actually hard. When we go into something ready for what is ahead, we do significantly better than when we lie to ourselves about what the path will be. And then we're frustrated and we're angry when it disappoints us. So two challenges, have that honest conversation, create some awareness around yourself and try to incorporate some things that you've been maybe reluctant to try, but aim low. When I talk about lifestyle habits, I'm not talking about an hour hard workout every day for the next, you know, and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about giving the body what it needs, rest, hydration, proper nutrition, movement. These, these are the important things. So let's talk about a couple other myths here. One, and if you follow me on social media, I've, I've posted about this a few different ways lately. Healthy eating is not a form of a diet. And maybe myth isn't the right word for this category, but it's, it's definitely a, a misconception for sure. Diets use elements of healthy eating. Keto really focuses in on your protein. Other elements really make sure you get your vegetables. You know, juicing, which might be the worst diets of any kind, sorry. But, um, you know, they, they claim to really focus in on, on certain nutrients, you know, and vitamins while you're, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but you get the point. But what a diet is by definition is it is a temporary tool. There is no temporary tool that gets us permanent results. Not one. 
Do diets work if they're followed? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. People have lost weight on diets. Like this is the thing, like diets, do they work long-term? No, no, it is it's pretty proven that they don't. And it's pretty proven that even short-term, most diets fail. But even for the one, but yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you that, that the body doesn't see a change. However, if we really want permanent results, if we want consistent energy, if we wanna feel our sharpest, which leads into all the other success, we need consistent healthy eating. That's what healthy eating is. Healthy eating is a way of life. It's making sure we are getting the things the body needs every single day. Your car only takes gasoline. That's it. It's what it runs off of. You keep putting ga- or uh, keep putting lemonade into your gas tank. It's just it's just not going to work. The difference between us and a car is, unfortunately, our body finds a different way. But that different way is really harmful long term. Really harmful. Our body is made to eradicate things that are foreign to it. So we do have wiggle room. It just, you can still indulge on things, but it has to be after we have gotten what the body needs. Okay. You can't just give gasoline to your car here and there for temporary bouts and hope that the car will always work well though. That is just not how it works and it won't. So focus away from dieting, focus in on healthy eating, healthy eating. Second thing, and this is more just, I guess, a, a pet peeve term of mine that I, the term lose fat, you hear that a lot. I want to lose fat. I want to lose weight. I want to lose it. I want to ditch it. When it's, it's a disease. It's a, it's, it's like a, it's a growth that I, I need to just get rid of where I don't like that term is one. It's just, it's not technically true. Okay. We, we don't lose fat. Fat is a powerful energy source in our body as are carbohydrates, both of them necessary for health. We need to properly use fat and properly use carbohydrates. We overdo it and we store. That's where we have gone wrong. But fat is a good thing. Fat is lubrication for your joints. Fat is an energy source. Fat is an insulation for us from a warmth and a temperature standpoint. Fat is very important for our system. We just don't need to collect it like hoarders. That's that's where the problem comes in. But fat is important. And I think we need to stop looking at it as something that is like this disease state, even though obesity has is now is now crossing that threshold of a disease. Right? That, that is definitely true. But it's the term I want to focus on here. So stop thinking about just things that will cause you to just make fat disappear and start thinking about lifestyle changes that will get us better at using the fat that we have. Because if we start, let's use the word burning. If I'm going to use a, a fad term, I'd rather use burning than lose. Burning, using fat, that is a skill by the body. If we can help it to get that skill set back, you will see less fat. You will not store as much fat. And that's where your body composition will change. And when you do that the right way, when we do the lifestyle habits that make us more efficient at utilizing fat, we, we also see a carryover in higher energy, higher cognitive abilities, 
and a natural motivation to want to move more because we have the energy to do so. Our mood is better. So instead of, again, instead of losing, we need to start focusing on good lifestyle habits that will lead to differences in body composition as a byproduct. That should be the goal. So a little analogy here, and we're going to start wrapping it up. Life is about portion sizes. And I don't, I'm not talking nutrition right now. I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about every, every action, every indulgence, just everything we do. Think about portion sizes. I want you to envision something for me. I want you to picture a video game. On your TV screen, there is a very sensitive but straight line right down the middle of your screen. So horizontal, parallel to the ground. With everything you do, every little thing, every step you take, everything you put in your mouth as you sleep, the line either rises or drops. <clears throat> at both extremes, at the top of the screen and at the bottom of the screen, we lose energy, we lose brain function, our mood decreases, our metabolism changes. Take any action. <clears throat> it's going to have effect on that line. Our goal in life is to keep that line right in the middle. Minimum sways are more than fine and they are acceptable because the body will do a good job of, of reining that back in. But the second we hit an extreme, acutely or chronically, short-term or long-term, we lose function. Short-term, that's, that's being lethargic. That's being moody. That's feeling like we don't have the brain power. We feel fuzzy. Long-term, it's disease. The goal doesn't matter. It will be effective. Do you want to learn an instrument? Do you want to change your body composition? Do you want to graduate anger management? Whatever your goal is, it will be effective. So we eat, the line changes. We should do a healthy thing to pull the line back. We should sleep in a way that keeps us there. But there is nothing that, there, there really isn't an activity to where an extreme isn't semi-harmful. So balance portion sizes. This is our goal. Well, I want to wrap this up here. Little, little thing to, to leave by, you know, there's a lot of talk about restriction and, and people, you know, living a certain way. You do not need to be restrictive to see success, but you do need to have discipline. Results do not require perfection, but they do require consistency. And success does not require sacrifice, but it does require the right decisions and tough choices. There is a difference. And again, this is your perspective. There is a big difference between being unhappy and sacrificing. These are such negative words. That should not be the goal. That should not be the, the tactic. But that does not mean the other side is okay. It does not mean we just do what we want when we want and hope that there's another fix out there. It, this will take some discipline. This will take some, call it willpower. This will take some, some decision-making in the toughest moments. And that is, and like we said before, that is okay. 
It's supposed to be hard. So thank you for listening today. You know, hopefully we, we got some key points across, you know, stick with something long enough to test it, but don't stick with things so long that, that, that clearly it's not working. Think balance, think portion sizes, be self-aware, ask yourself the tough questions and just be honest with yourself on what you truly want and what maybe just maybe might be a justification in your day-to-day life and choices. I appreciate y'all being listeners. Um, I'm going to do probably some more of these solo talks coming up, um, but I'd love your feedback. So please rate and review this episode. Please rate and review all episodes um, and email me with any feedback you have or any topics you would like to hear about. So you can email me at my business email, which is mike at mar health and performance, M-A-R health and performance. And the and is and.com. You can find that on my website as well. You can also message me through my personal Instagram page with his lifestyle underscore podcast. Thank you everyone for listening in and uh, looking forward to you hearing some great guests the next few weeks. Talk soon.